Snack, pull up a chair and pass the remote. I'm James Chalmers, and with me always is Tina Chalmers. <laughs> Hello. I did that again, and yeah. we're recording live from the couch. It's also a late session. Live from the couch, live <laughs> on Friday night. It's the couch. I don't know, I don't know what I'm saying. That's good. Uh, no Nick Owen again. Uh, Nick Owen is living a very busy, sexy, cosmopolitan lifestyle. <laughs> it's got family functions, graduations, dinners, birthdays, all the things that most people tend to have. We never seem to have. Never seem to have. We haven't had any time off this month. That's true. We um, in fact, we couldn't even record Wednesday night because we were out at a show. So, oh, just a little itch, which I'm sure everyone listening wants to know about. But um, yeah. So we're gonna this is up a little bit late, but we're gonna talk about a few things because there's like a ton, a ton of news stories that have dropped. So we're gonna talk about them. We're gonna do our little road to Infinity War. I think we've got some trailers, and then we'll call it a night. Yes. And then next week. We will have Nick back, because that'll be our last show before we go away. Yep. So we have to get Nick in there at some point, uh, even if we have to steal him from his own house. So, should we start with some news? Yes, absolutely. I have... Whoa, I have a lot of news. Well, there was the Oscars this week. I don't tell you including the Oscars. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, let's start with uh, the, one of the rumours. Let's start with some rumours. Um, the first being that, of course, the minute I start talking... Luna decides to bark. We'll just try and ignore her. Uh, Rob Zombie might be working on a comic book movie. Oh, okay. Um, now, this has not been confirmed by anyone other than the fact that he's been posting a few hints on Instagram, photos of like DC Comics and Marvel Comics. Maybe he's just a fan of comics. But generally, whenever someone gets kind of involved in these projects, they start like to show what they're reading. But he was showing bits and pieces from both camps, so who knows? The most, I think, notable one was a comic book called Werewolf by Night, which is a Marvel property, and okay, that's like yep. more horror-based, which oh, knowing okay, Rob cool. Zombie's... Yeah, that's right. Um, ...his body of work, that would make a lot more sense. So, Before you know it, in about two days' time, DC will announce that Rob Zombie's doing their next like um, Justice League movie, and then like in another two days' time, they'll be like, no, he isn't. Yeah, I know. Um, that's, that news has been sitting there for a while, it just happened a few weeks ago, but uh, yeah, maybe. So I'd be down for that. I like... A lot of his work, so that would be cool. Yeah. Uh, another rumor is that the Infinity War runtime has leaked. So when Justice League came out, before Justice League came out, there were all these rumors like it's going to be two hours, and everyone's like, Ugh, "No way, never!" Because you that's can... too short. That's too short, and it was. Uh, it is rumored that Infinity War will be two and a half hours. Oh, okay, yeah. Which makes a lot more sense. I honestly thought. I think last week we were, I was saying there's no way to be less than three hours, but apparently it will be. Two and a half hours. I think three hours is probably too long. Well, it's only because there's so many characters, yeah. and you want to give everyone like their their fair. I mean, look, Marvel can make a four hour movie. Just make sure, like, if you're gonna do that, make sure I'm entertained. Nine times out of ten, I've had more than nine times out of ten, I'm entertained by Marvel films. It's very yeah. rare. That I'm like, yeah, that was a bit long. Um, there we go. Here's a, here's some interesting casting news. It hasn't been confirmed, I don't think, but it is um is the rumor mill. So first of all, Wonder Woman is. 
scheduled to start filming in May, the sequel. Yeah. Good. We need more Wonder Woman. Um, they're looking at doing Cheetah for the villain. Oh, cool. Nice. And apparently they want Kristen Wiig to play Cheetah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and Kristen Wiig is a fantastic actress. Yeah. A lot of people kind of know her from SNL or from, um, like, m- mainly comedies, like Bridesmaids and stuff like that. But she's really good. Like, any- everything she's in, she's totally... She brings it. Like she's a fantastic yeah. actress. So I'm all for that. And apparently, actually, Emma Stone turned it down. Oh, okay. They went, they went to her apparently for the role of Cheetah. I could see Emma Stone as Cheetah. I think she's probably sick of superhero movies. Like yeah. She was Gwen Stacy in two films, and like any the the one downfall I guess for an actor playing a superhero or being a superhero film is it's very rarely one movie. It tends yes. to be like a long contract. That's like, right. Yeah. Tend to have commitments to you know. A few pictures. Although, as an actor, it's a really good thing because that means that you're going to be paid for a while. I mean, I guess so. But if you think about like, the caliber of actors in these films, mm. like a lot of them have established careers already. Like, it's yeah. very rare you get. I'm trying to think of an example. Well, like Spider Man. Andrew Garfield or no, Tom Holland? Tom Holland. Tom, Tom Holland does a lot, works a lot, but he's definitely working a lot more now because of that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that is a good example. I never saw him in anything. He before. was in The Impossible, that movie. I haven't seen that. Yes, you have, because it's where the girl throws up all the black string or whatever. You're telling me about oh, it? Oh, he's one of the little boys. He's the little boy, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Mark Hamill wants to be in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Okay, cool. Apparently, he tweeted something, and James Gunn responded. They're having a little back and forth online. Um, I don't know who he would play, but... Um, I'm down for it. That'd be cool. Like he's been in other space movies, pretty notable ones. Yeah. Uh, and I, <laughs> I heard someone talking. Just a little movie on the side. I heard someone talking about, and they're like, "Why couldn't you go to? Why couldn't in the third one they go to Earth? Because they're going to be in Earth and Avengers, and just uh, Chris Pratt sees like Star Wars movies, and like Mark Hamill's just Luke Skywalker in yeah. the Star Wars. Movie. Oh, yeah. Or like the way David Hasselhoff kind of appeared. That's what I was thinking. Like the David like, Hasselhoff. And because when Peter Quill got abducted, he would have seen a couple of Star Wars films. Yeah. It would make sense. Like he would have that emotional connection to that mm. character as well. So that'd be kind of cool. Um, they have cast Killer Frost. Oh yeah. Well, they're in the process of casting Killer Frost for this new Suicide Squad film. Yep. And we have a photo of her. Her name's Sarah. It's either Gaydon or Gadon. I'm not sure. Um, I've never seen her anything before. But Tell me, you keep. Talking I've got the, I've got the photos already. I've got all the photos prepped. I've been prepping these photos for a while. So this is what she looks like. Just a blonde girl. Okay. Yep. But I don't know. I haven't seen anything. But and I don't know what she's. In. I didn't look that up. So I was ill prepared in that aspect. But Killer Frost, man, I'm down with that. Yeah. Let's have another look. Fox. Fox, who were bought by Disney last week, are in no showing no signs of slowing down. They're, it's business as usual over there. They're still just making movies until, you know, the deal goes through. They just announced they're doing a Silver Surfer film. Oh, okay. So that's going to be cool. Like, mm, is it? I think if they get it right, and Fox have been doing a lot more right than wrong lately. Like Deadpool was really good. Why Silver Surfer of all? Silver Surfer's a really cool character. Like he's. He's kind of like I think he's like a little bit do- like kind of goofy looking. The same with the Fantastic Four. Like they've nearly got the Fantastic Four right. Like in the comics, the Fantastic Four are really cool. And like mm. Silver Surfer's cool. He's the he- like at first he's like brainwashed by Galactus, that giant you know space being who eats yeah. planets. And he's like he's, dub, dub, dub. yeah, he's like his herald. But then like 
he um get goes on his own adventures and he ha- uses the power cosmic, which means he can kind of like manipulate space and time and stuff. Yeah. Um. So when in the right hands, in fact, he's in the Infinity Gauntlet book. So like the movies they make that they've made, the the book that's based on, like Silver Surfer has a bit of a role in that oh, as okay, well. Yeah. Um. More Marvel news. Uh, this movie New Mutants that they shot with um. Maisie Williams, is she Arya Stark? Maisie Williams? Yeah. So her and Anya Taylor-Joy, who was the girl from Split, they're making this movie New Mutants, the guy who directed Fault in Our Stars is doing it. Nice. Um, it was meant to, well, it was meant to come out, I feel like three weeks after Avengers. They've delayed it for reshoots, because they they're like, we're either going to make it scarier or less scarier, we're not sure, which is never a good okay. sign. Okay, yeah. Um, and it's coming out, I think, like in early 2019 now, so they've delayed, it was finished, and they delayed it by six or seven months. Oh, shit. And now they're, Putting a new character in it, like the shooting. Oh no! So I don't know. Look, I like Josh Boone. Like I like what he did with Fault in Our Stars. I think, like as a director, like I think I like what he does. I really enjoyed that movie. And also, just because Fox have had a pretty strong track record of late, I'm not going. I'm not. I'd be more nervous if they hadn't done so well with Logan. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, we'll just, you know. Well, like Shape of Water, like Fox, like they've been producing some quality films lately. So I'm just, I'll give them, I'll wait until I see what they change. Yeah, I guess. Mm. Um, Marvel also decided. Uh, I don't know if you saw this this week, but um, they changed the release date of Avengers for everyone. In oh, the, okay. For everyone in the world except for us, because Australia was getting oh, okay. Australia was getting it first. We were getting oh, it nice. at the end of April, nice. and everyone else was getting it in May, and so. <laughs> Rodan Jr. went on Twitter the other day and he was like, hey Marvel, he goes, I can't wait for that um, new Avengers film, any chance I could see it early? And like, for you? Of course, no worries. And then he responded, well, how about my friends? Can I bring my friends to see them? Hmm. And Marvel tagged like all the different Avengers films. I was like, what, you mean these guys? Yeah, they can come and see it. And he's like, well, by my friends, I mean like the rest of the world. Yeah. <laughs> and so Marvel was like, hey, yeah, how about, you know, the 27th of May or whatever, how does that sound? Hmm. So they, oh, sorry, the 27th of April. So they actually brought the release date forward. Nice. Which is, That's probably a whole planned thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, planned in as much as the Robert Downey Jr. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. like, there are billboards up all over the place in America saying the May release. Like, Why did they bring it early? Well, that's the question. Like, so Just because, like... It's so unusual for can? a film to come out early. There are a couple of theories. Um, one is that, like, you know, Black Panther has been so successful and he's in the next one it's like maybe mm. like while well, the taste that's still in everyone's mouths like let's get them excited yeah. for avengers that being said i don't think you need to sell avengers i think people everyone's going i think what's probably more the case is originally like two weeks later mm. han solo was coming out which is oh, also owned okay, by disney yeah. and they don't want to like and it might like... well it might like kind of han solo people are already very skeptical on and i think they want to give that movie the, the best chances yeah but it may just be like they're just that confident like you know what it could Let's... also be like they don't want spoilers from that's Australia. the other thing well i mean it's not just us there are a couple other countries that we're yeah. seeing it, but yeah the thing is like maybe spoilers um and why not this is the biggest film they're making so is it releasing at the same on the same day around the world well like we'll get it on the thursday and like yeah. america will get it on their friday yeah so um, or actually, we might even get them, we might even get the Wednesday release. I'm not sure, but yeah, the idea is that everyone gets it at the same time, mm. um, and that movie needs to make a lot of money because I think they spent a billion dollars on both Avengers films. Oh my god! Like the budget for both those films back to back is a billion dollars, but so 500 million each. <sighs> so the film needs to make a billion just to break even, like just one movie needs to make a billion because oh like, god. Uh, which 
It will do. Like, Black Panther's almost cost a billion dollars. Yeah, I know, but, like, just that concept of going, oh, yeah, we spent a billion dollars making a movie. I mean, yeah, I guess, like... I suppose buying a house these days will cost you almost a million. And I think the other thing is, like, Marvel have really... I mean, look... There's no way Warner Bros. have done that with Justice League. You could not make that Justice League yeah. movie for that much money. Like, because it failed. It failed, like, horribly, unfortunately. But I think, like, Marvel, they've built up really good, like, a good repertoire with, like, with their audience. Like, everyone knows what to expect with the Marvel film. They know going in that it's going to be quality, like, family entertainment. Like, everyone can go and see a Marvel film. Like, you can take your kids to see a Marvel film. Even, yeah. Even if it gets a bit scary, they can still go. So everyone's yeah, going to go. Right. And they know all the characters now. Like, they've seen all these characters except for Thanos. You know, aside from a few little small post credit segments and stuff. Mm. So I think they're just like, you know what? This is what everything's been building to. Let's just throw our money down. Like, let's bet it all on black and go for it. And I think it's going to pay off. Like, there's no way that film doesn't succeed. Yeah. Um, that being said, we did say that about Batman for Superman. And although it, did, it almost made a billion dollars. Um, a little more, bit more Marvel news. So Black Panther, obviously we are talking about it before. I actually went and saw it again uh, last week because I really enjoyed it. There is a four-hour cut of that movie. Wow. Um, they uh, obviously had to cut it down for time to two and a half hours, but apparently, like, there's some some stuff that maybe didn't connect as well. Like, if you felt Killmonger, like, his story was a little bit rushed or whatever. Like, there's some more... Apparently, there's a lot more of that, a lot more of Claw. And also, because the guy who actually scored the film came out, he's like, he goes, oh, I wrote four hours of score. He goes, I yeah. scored four hours of music. So, um and it's quite possible we might see an extended cut, or maybe maybe not a four-hour cut. We might see some more like stuff that was cut on DVD or Blu-ray. So that's cool. Like, I'd watch more. I mean, if they did it well, I'd watch the four hours. But they're gonna do it well. But yeah. I, I really like the film as it is, so that's fine. Little pats for Loki. Um, is there any more Marvel news? There is. Uh, Marvel have just announced. Six release dates over 2020 and 2021. They haven't attached any titles to it yet, but like that's obviously phase four. Like once the last Avengers film comes out next year, they'll boot up the next run of stories. So they've already purchased like six release dates mm. across that. So we know one of them is going to be Guardians three. I'm guessing probably Black Panther two is going to be there. I'm guessing we'll probably get. Black Widow movie, maybe, or maybe like our A Force team, which is all the girls together. Yep. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. Um, not Sp- that doesn't include Spider Man because Sony still owns Spider Man. Yeah. But we know as soon as Avengers 4 finishes, six more to look forward to. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Like maybe they'll have Fantastic Four or X Men back by then. Probably not. They'll probably still have to like, they'll probably still be finalizing the deal. But it's nice to know that they've already like, Got everything mapped out. It's like, okay, cool. And we might even actually hear some announcements this July when they hit Comic-Con. Yeah. Um, because Avengers Part 1 will have come out by then. So, unless they tease something for Avengers Part 2, maybe they'll drop the trailer for that, but I feel like we're going to get some announcements. When's Avengers... But Avengers Part 2 is six... Another six movies away. No, 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 no. So, um, Infinity War is out in April. Yeah. And then the last Marvel... Oh, sorry. No, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I understand what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like literally like Avengers part two is next year. Like yeah, it's the shortest yeah. gap between Avengers. Mm. I keep calling it part two. It's four. Like it's Avengers four. Um, speaking of Avengers, we have some new promo art featuring Thanos and the Black Order, which I will show you now because the listeners cannot see it, but, um, it's easy to find if you, if you know where to look. So there it is. 
Nice, that's pretty cool. Very cool. We have yeah. uh, so we have Thanos and Ebony Moore, and I think Proxima Midnight. And a beast with many arms. Well, you know, in the trailer when they're in Wakanda and like there's the, the two armies running towards yeah. each other, and the, that's the that's the alien race, I oh, think. Okay, yeah. So I don't know whether they're going to be like Chitori, like in the first Avengers, or yeah. whether because that was his army, like yeah, that's right, um, or whether something else. And then there's that big ring that he teleports mm, through. Mm-hmm. And actually, news dropped today that apparently the planet that we see in... Um, you know when we see, at one point in the trailer, Thanos appears, and he's like, it's like a yellowy, deserty type planet. Like, it looks like it might be a moon or something, and Iron Man's on there as well. Ah, uh, yeah. And it's also, like, the very first stuff they showed in the promo footage, like, mm. when they released that. Uh, apparently that's Titan, which is Thanos' home planet. Ah, uh, okay, yep. So that's cool. Um, let me get to... The, I told you there's a lot of news. Like, we're not even half done. But, we are done with Marvel news. Uh, let's break up the comic book stuff with something else. Uh, Tarantino, obviously we know he's making a Charles Manson movie. Yep. Uh, it's called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, okay. Cool title, I think. It kind of harkens back to, like, old movie titles as well. Yeah. Um, first of his films to break the two-word format. Like, normally his films are like... It's like Kill Bill, mm, Pulp Fiction, Fiction yeah, Glorious yeah. Jackie Brown. Yeah, and now we have a four-word title. Uh, Brad Pitt has signed on as well. Oh, nice. So we've got Brad Pitt and Leo DiCaprio in this Tarantino Ooh, film. Ooh, nice. So we have the guy, like the bad guy from the... I've always wanted to see those two in a movie together. And he's the guy to bring them together. Yeah. Like, really. Like, that's a, that's a cool thing. Um, Chris Hemsworth... Yeah. Is being eyed to star in the Men in Black spin-off. Ah, uh, yes, you mentioned this. So they're not remaking it. Like there's they're talking about remaking it, and then they're talking about like Men in Black meets Twenty One Jump Street. Like all these mm. weird like things. None of those are happening, but they're doing like a spin-off. So it may be a continuation of the story, but they I don't think they could get I don't think Will Smith wants to make it. I think Will yeah. for whatever reason, Will Smith wants to make Bright Two and he wants to make Suicide Squad Two, but he doesn't want to make Men in Black or Bad Boys, two popular, successful franchises. I for him. think, I think he's aware of the remake issue at the this point in. But he's time. making. But he want, he signed up to sequels for terrible movies. I know, but he probably doesn't think that they're terrible movies. That's true. Uh, but anyway, Chris Hemsworth. I think Chris Hemsworth is really funny. Like, um, say what you will about Thor Ragnarok. I personally really enjoyed it, even though I did think there was too many jokes. I thought he was really charming and funny. You know. And even that Ghostbusters movie, which I don't like, I really I still haven't seen it. I really didn't like it, but I thought he was really funny in it as well. Like he's got some really good comedic stuff. Even vacation, yeah, he does. Even yeah. vacation, actually, like that vacation remake, also not a good movie, but he's pretty funny in it. So I'm liking the people are giving him more room to kind of like he doesn't have to play like the you know surly like god man. He can, mm. he can he can crack some jokes and stuff. Speaking of jokes, uh, here's a show we don't really talk about very often: Impractical Jokers. Oh, yeah. So they've just come back for their seventh season. They've literally just today been renewed for season eight. Nice. Which is good, because most shows, like, once you hit season five or six, like, contract negotiations, negotiations yeah. come up, and that's when a lot of shows get cancelled, because they still yeah. want to pay them. They've been renewed for season eight, and they're getting a movie. Oh, no. Really? I'm okay with that. Like, it's going to be like... It's going to be like Jackass. Maybe, but I think the difference... Honestly, I think the difference we'll probably find with the Impractical Jokers... Is that it'll actually be funny and like Jackass? Well, I, don't mind, I didn't mind the Jackass stuff. I don't know if I, I'd like it now, but like when I was younger, I enjoyed the Jackass stuff. 
But the thing I'm interested to see is I think what we might get is it'll be uncensored. So like some of the jokes, yeah. that, some of the jokes they get away, they don't get away with in the show. Um, but maybe not. I mean, I can't imagine be a piece of fiction. Like I wouldn't want that. No, I don't imagine it would be fiction either. I mean, maybe what they'll do... It would just be a long, a long version episode. of the episode. It'd be interesting to see what they do, because those guys, like, they're really... Like, I find, like, I've, like, seen some of their writing and stuff, like, not just in the show. Like, they're really talented guys. I think if they put together something good, like, I think it'd be a lot of fun. They might do... Like, maybe they'll go around the world. Like, maybe that'll be the thing. Like, maybe they'll do, like, a maybe. world tour type thing and go and... I, I don't know. Um, but those guys, like, every episode, then I've never watched an episode and been like, yeah, this isn't funny anymore. Yeah. Like, I still like get a laugh out of everything they do, so I'm looking forward to it. And, like, good on them. Like, eight years ago, like, they were all working in, like, bars and... Yeah. Like, Q was, like, a firefighter and stuff, which is, you know, a pretty noble job. But, like, yeah. They, they all had, like, kind of... They were trying to make it, and then they just, like, pitched, like, this idea to the network that made the towing shows. Like, you know, like, there's all... Yeah, like, ice truck bandits and stuff but, like that. I mean, that's... Yeah, that's what those shows kind of sound like. But the ones that, yeah, like those terrible, like, they had a show called Wiener Circle, which was literally about a hot dog place outside a stadium after dark, and like, oh my God. yeah, like they had all these terrible shows, and then like these guys literally changed the network. Yeah. Like their show was so popular, like now that, sh- that network doesn't do that anymore, they just do comedy shows. Mm. So that's uh, good for them, man, I'm excited for that. And I, 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 okay, I love listening to like, Tell Them Steve Day, which is Q's podcast, and What Say You, which is Sal and Q's podcast, <laughs> and those guys are really funny, so I don't think we will be disappointed. What's the honey's name again? What? The hunt. The uh, nugget, nugget, nugget. Nugget. Nugget will kill you. <laughs> that is a that's such an obscure reference. Um, let's hit some... Oh, actually, there was one more th- uh, Marvel thing. They released today a statement on Thanos' motivations. Because, like, I guess People they want People are wondering why he wants to take over, why he wants to... Yeah, so I, I, liked, I liked what they said. What did they say? It said... He's from a planet called Titan that's no longer inhabited because of things that he thought he could help prevent, and he wasn't allowed to do that. Uh, and what he feared most happened to that planet, and everyone went extinct. And so he doesn't—he wants to control and balance the universe. Basically, it's like he does—he sees himself as kind of a hero. He's like, I, yeah. If I if I had the power to, I could have saved my planet. Yeah. And uh, I'm not going to let that happen. And I guess he sees the Avengers as like. Destruct- Maybe he sees them as destructive, like the same yeah. way Ultron did. Mm. So I don't know. Um, look at that picture. That's such a good picture. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, <coughs> okay. We don't need to get into more into that. Let's hit some DC news. And then, actually, let's hit some Star Wars news. Uh, Disney have their streaming service starting up next year. Yep. Which is why a lot of the shows are getting taken off Netflix yeah. and all that sort of stuff. They've just announced today that John Favreau is going to be spearheading a Star Wars television show. Oh, okay, cool. So, for anyone who doesn't know who John Favreau is, why listen to the show? Like, you must know. Uh, he's the guy who did the first two Iron Man movies. Uh, he did Jungle Book, which mm. was pretty good. Like, was I would say like eighty percent of a good movie, and then like Christopher Walken talking. Ruined it. Uh, he's doing the Lion King adaptation, but John Favreau like did some really cool stuff. Um, and without him, like that Marvel universe doesn't exist. So, yeah. and he's a big Star Wars fan, so I can. I'd love to see what he can do with this. I think mm. it's a really cool idea. It was kind of weird that they dropped that news on International Women's Day because it dropped today for us, but like it's still Thursday in America, yeah. which is International Women's Day. Um, it's kind of weird that they're like, and on the day of the Subway's Women, a man is taking over Star Wars. <laughs> um, but all that being said, I'm down for it. Like That's cool. Okay. 
We're almost at the end of the news, for those of you who, for whatever reason, don't like news. Uh, Shazam. We've been talking about the Shazam movie for a while. Yep. They have released some... some Well, someone, like maybe like an extra or whatever on the set, clearly isn't getting paid enough or fed well enough because photos are leaking left and right. The security on this... Oh, okay. Security on this uh, production is terrible. Mm. But I'm not going to not talk about the photos. So yeah. here's the first leak of the costume from behind. And everyone was kind of complaining. They thought it looked a little bit dopey and a little bit kitty. Looks quite Grecian. Um, it looks very retro. Well, you have to also remember that like the costumes always look awful before post. Yeah. Because even that Batman costume, you like fix it, it in post. Yeah. Like if you watch like Batman vs Superman, like it looks. If you look behind the scenes, like it looks way rubbery and it looks yeah. a little bit rubbery uh, in the movie, but nowhere near as bad. So there's. I think one. it's more the gold trim that people might not like. And then there's another one. I mean, that's the front of him with the big gold lightning bolt. Like, this is exactly like the comics. So they've yeah. got... They're swinging for the fences with this one. Yeah. And then we have one more, which is a lot more close up. And there it is again. Obviously, Zach Levi's feeling pretty cold with his yeah. earmuffs on. Don't like the cape. Uh, Why is he so muscly? Well, he's meant to be... Like, essentially, the idea of Shazam is he's... No, I get it. But, like... I think the suit's... That's, pro- like, bizarrely muscly. Uh, once again, I think like once they put it through post, like it will, they'll probably trim the fat and make it look a little okay. more polished. Um, but he's c- kind of like the magic version of Superman. Like he's kind of like, and the cool thing about Shazam, and the weird thing is, it's like it's a little boy who says a word and becomes basically uh, yeah. Superman. So he's the body of Superman, but the mind of like a ten-year-old. So like he's just gonna be. So he'll be like you know. Um, trying to hide the Playboy mags from his mum. <laughs> and then he says, Shazam! And then he's like, still in the... He's like, Mum, what am I having for dinner? I don't want lasagna again! <laughs> well, he doesn't have parents. He's an orphan. Oh, there you go. But um, I hope when they release this trailer, which I think we... Oh, I might not get in Comic-Con. Whenever they release a the trailer, I say, don't even show him in the costume. I say, show the kid and have the trailer end with him saying Shazam, but don't show it. That's yeah. the way I would do it for the first trailer. Um... But I'm down with it. Like, that is comic book accurate. Like, that's they, They're swinging for it. So I, I'm down with that. Okay. Uh, the guy, I think we talked about last week, maybe the week before, that the guys who directed, who, who wrote Spider-Man and directed Game Night were signing on for The Flash. Yep. It's been locked in. Nice. Flash has directors. So we have four movies coming from DC, apparently. We have Aquaman this year. In the can. It's done. It's coming. Yeah. We have Shazam. It's in production. It's going to be out next year. Done. We have Wonder Woman. Locked. About to shoot in two months. Done. And now we have uh, Flash. So that's good. Good news. Warner Brothers back on track. Hopefully they're all good. Yeah. Uh, And then they just announced today that Green Lantern Corps is in development again. So this Green Lantern movie that they've been on and off of on and off with, yeah. apparently is happening. And I'm in two minds, because part of me is like, good, Green Lantern, great character, bring him back, that's awesome. Then I heard their plan for it. okay. So what they're doing is, they're kind of doing what they did with Batman a little bit, where it's an older Hal Jordan, like he's been Green Lantern for a long time, like mm. he's been and he's training the new Green Lantern, John Stewart, so it's kind of like a buddy cop film, I guess. But the director is the guy who directed Jack Reacher, which I've never seen, but, like, is like, a Tom Cruise action film. And now a lot of people... Well, he hasn't locked it yet, but, like, they're talking to this guy in particular, the director, this guy, Chris McQuarrie. And everyone's speculating because he has such a good relationship with Tom Cruise. That Tom, Tom Cruise is going to be in it? 
and Tom Cruise once played a fighter pilot before, he might be playing an old Green Lantern. Yeah. Which to me is like, it's just too much of a movie star for yeah. me. Like, I don't, I don't hate Chris, uh, Chris, I don't hate Tom Cruise the way a lot of people do. I, I find him, you know, enjoyable in some things. Just, I don't want him in my, like the same way I wouldn't want Leonardo DiCaprio or Brad Pitt in my superhero yeah. film. Like, great actors just don't belong there. Like, they belong, yeah. put them somewhere else. So, hopefully that's not quite true. I also don't like the idea, like, I understand them being like, we want to use the, the you know, the African-American Green Lantern. I'm like, that's cool, like, go with it. Doesn't mean you have to, like age up Hal Jordan and ignore him. Like, you could have them both be young rookies, like, training together. Yeah. Or bring in Hal Jordan later. Like, I don't think you need to, like, ignore his story or go old just to prevent, like, just for continuity's sake. Like, mm. so I don't know. Fingers crossed the good stuff is true and the bad stuff is false. But I guess we'll see. I mean, who knows? Like, they've cancelled this film multiple times, so it may won't even happen. Uh, and then the very last bit of news literally broke minutes after we recorded last week's episode and... Um, actually no it wasn't even after we recorded it it was we had Nick over for dinner um, if we didn't get a chance to talk about it, uh, Kevin Smith had a heart attack yeah um, so this is old news at this point most people have probably heard I wrote a piece about it like just a little piece about it when it happened um, but he essentially he was live on stage um, recording this comedy special he was working on which he released uh, the title of later he goes I'm not even kidding he goes like, before I had the heart attack, like, the title of the show was going to be called Silent But Deadly. Oh, my God. Um, he goes, I should have seen that as a prophecy. Yeah. But he got off stage, first show, really great, apparently, and he just started to have, like, trouble breathing. He's like, you know, I'm not, it wasn't in pain, just, like, found it really hard to catch my breath. And I was like, I felt a little bit sick, so I was like, I'm just going to lie down between shows. So he went and lay down, and, like, they were meant to, like, the show was meant to start soon, and, like, his assistant who was meant to go home she was like oh, she was going to go home and she's like oh, I'll just wait a little bit longer like just make sure that like he feels better before he goes on stage mm-hmm. and she's like I think we need to call someone like you've been you've been struggling to breathe for a while now we need to call someone call the ambulance drivers over they pick him up and they're like you're right look what's your pain level like because they can already they already know like yeah and he was better. he put up a whole video so I'm going to just kind of paraphrase it but anyone who's interested if you go to Kevin Smith's like Facebook page or Twitter page like he put up a video and he just also put in the latest episode of Smodcast as well so you can hear all about it. But essentially, they pick him up, and uh, they're like, "You need to, you know, just stay calm. Or whatever. We're going to get to the hospital." It's like, "No, no, don't tell me the hospital. I've got to show." Like, we're taking you to the hospital. Um, and yeah, he had, I guess, like an artery across his heart. They called the widow maker. I don't know what the exact term is, but essentially, like, if there's any blockage in there, you're done. Like, you cannot, like, like no, like it's so yeah. so. So he had a blockage in there, so it was completely blocked. Um, and so they had to like put him on morphine and they looks like operated on him while he was awake and put like something in and cleared out his valve. Wow. But like they were saying like, yeah, if he had a stage for the show, he would have been dead. He would have been dead. Like, yeah. and it turns out he was like, you know, it's interesting. He's like, you know, they say like, you should never tell a heart attack victim that they're having a heart attack because it'll stress them out even yeah. more. They were like, you know, what do you think it was that, why do you think, you know, I was able to get through it? And they were like, honestly, they're like, it was the weed. Like, he was, like, because he, like, he was just so relaxed. Like, he didn't, like, like, he didn't even bat an eye. He was just asking questions and stuff. Mm. They said, literally, because he was high, he's managed to keep his heart rate low enough. Oh, my God. And so, like, the weed saved his life. Oh, my God. Um, so, he's come out and spoken a little bit more about it. And he's also said, like, uh, come out since then and been like, I'm done. Like, he, like he, he lost a bunch of weight over the last yeah. couple of years. So, he took a bunch of weight off. Mm-hmm. But he's come out as, like, he's doing the vegetarian lifestyle now. Like, he's, he's like, I'm done with it. Like, no more meat. I'm just going to be... I think he's like, I'm vegetarian and, and milk. And that's it. Like, that's the yeah. only, like, animal product he's going for. So, 
good news is like he didn't he didn't pass away. Like he managed to survive. Like that's tough. You know, that's a hard thing to go through. Yeah. So um, we're all very happy that he's still around. Uh, me in particular, I guess, because I've been big Kesper fan for a long time. Um, but also like a nice wake up call for anyone who's kind of, I guess, maybe not thinking about it. like you never like you always like that'll never happen to me. Yeah. And like that was a wake up call for me as well. Like as you know, I've as of Monday, I've been back you know back to the gym, like cutting down the, the bad foods again. So. Yeah, just do it, guys. Just take a little bit of time. You don't have yeah, to, you don't have take to... care of yourself. Exactly. Take care of yourself. So, that's all good news. It's all good news in the end. Um, oh. <laughs> I just read a note I left myself. Um, that's funny. Last week, I'm just gonna I'm gonna call you out on something. Oh, okay. So, what did I do? So last week, um, do you, I don't know if you remember, but about Avengers, and I was like, and wrongfully so, like you were definitely right to like say this. But I was like, ah, oh. I was like, Avengers comes out like literally a week after our honeymoon. So honeymoon kills so much time. And you gave me this look like, what did you say? And I was like, you're right. I, like, I'm looking forward to the honeymoon as well, but I can look forward to both. And you were yeah. basically kind of like, don't use the honeymoon's excuse to kill time for Avengers. And uh, so I kind of felt like, I was like, yeah, she was right. I shouldn't have said that. Like, I didn't feel bad, but I was like, yeah, like I should be more tactful. Two nights ago, Tina goes to me. She's like, hey. She says, Westworld is out, like, on the 20, 21st of April, I think. She said, oh, we just got the honeymoon, and then, spank, straight into Westworld. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> I don't even remember you saying, hey, we got the honeymoon, and then straight into it. Like, I remember you saying it, but I don't remember me giving you a look or anything like that. It was. Like, it wasn't, I think it was probably more playful <laughs> than, like, angry, but, like, you should say, and I was like, you were right. Like, you definitely should have called me out. And then when you said the Westworld, thing, I was like, oh, I can't wait for the show. <laughs> So, there we go. That being said, Westworld's coming out. Also, uh, Jessica Jones dropped uh, today as well. Yeah. So I don't know if we get a chance to watch it before we go away, but I'd like to... Because I don't want to start it and not finish it, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. Also, every episode of Jessica Jones this season, directed by a lady. Nice. So they're killing it, man. Let's drop some reviews. Not trailer trash just yet. Yep. Um, I'll be quick, because I think I was the only one who really watched stuff this week. Um... I watched Lady Bird because the Academy Awards were coming up. I was like, I've got to try and watch as many as possible for the Academy Awards. I watched Lady Bird and it is fine. Mm. It's uh, it wasn't my favorite With film. Sarsha, Sarsha Ronan, like full of great performances, and like it, you know, it's incredible that Greta Gerwig like was nominated. Like it's great that female directors are getting acknowledged, or female like females in women in movies in general are getting more acknowledgements. Like we're the first female cinematographer nominated, um, all sorts of stuff. So that's great. That being said, I just don't think the film, like, people were outraged, it didn't win any awards, but, like, I saw the other movies that won, and... They were better. Yeah. Like, like, I'm sorry, like, like, Shape of Water was better, Three Billboards was better, like, the everyone in Lady Bird is great, but even I, who was like, oh, man, I wish Sally Hawkins had won Best Actress, then I thought about Three Billboards, I'm like, no one gave a better performance than Frances McDormand. Yeah, she None, was so good. None of the men gave, like, she was the best performer yeah. of the year, like, mm. don't worry about actress, like... Of every performance given, she was the best performance. So, like, it was never going to happen. And, it, yeah, so, it's still fine. Like, But I think it's going to have... I was thinking about it, I'm like, I just don't think it's going to be remembered. I don't think it's going to stand the test of time. Like, Lady Bird, like, it's a fine coming-of-age story. But remember how when Juno came out, and everyone was like, yeah. Juno is the best film! No one talks about Juno anymore. Yeah, that's Like, right. no one talks about it anymore. Um, not the same way people talk about, say, The Breakfast Club. Yeah, I was just about to say Breakfast Club. So, 
Ladybird still utterly watchable, and everyone should watch it. Like, you should watch every film that got nominated, you should watch. Like, give them all a spin. Like, definitely worth watching. But uh, just not my just not my favourite film. And I, I think it ranked exactly where it needed to in the Oscars. So, sorry if people don't like that. Um, I guess I'm a horrible man, woman hater for saying that. But I don't think it's that. I don't think that's got anything to you do should, with it. You should, I mean, you are a horrible man, woman hater. You should see the outrage online. Like, people are like, this guy... It was the best film. We all knew it. And I'm like... Well, I haven't seen it, so yeah. I can't pass judgment on it. Yeah. I mean, I think it, I, I think it's fine. But, like, for me, like, I think I gave three, three billboards, like, either an 8 or a 9 out of 10. Shape of Water, same thing. I gave them really high scores. And for me, like, Lady Bird is probably like a... 7? Yeah, like a... I'll give it... I don't want to spoil it. I've got to think of what I'm going to rate it out of. Ladybirds. Sure, se- like <laughs> seven ladybirds out of ten, and seven's probably being generous. Everybody knows that it's a ladybug. Yeah, but um, de- like there's still some cool stuff. Again, like the performances are cool. Like it's just, it's just a teenage coming of age film. That's all. Like it is. Um, looking for Alabrandi. I, like I never, for I never saw that. So. Oh, okay. That's an interesting. You plot. never studied that at school? No, the year they studied that, I went to literature instead. Ah. Um. So ladybird, give it, give it a watch, but. Don't expect the best film of the year. And maybe it was maybe I was overhyped for me. Maybe if I hadn't heard anything good about it, I'd have been like, "Oh, that was the best film of the year." I just somehow don't think so. Um, I also watched a little Australian movie called Hounds of Love, um, which is like it's a kind of a horror film. It's essentially like about this couple who abducts girls and kills them. Like yeah, this married couple. Um, and again, it was fine. Like, I've seen plenty of horror films that like kind of. Focus on abduction and murder and torture and all this stuff. I watch a lot of horror films. The one thing I will say about it, like, is that it has Stephen Curry in it. Oh, really? Who's like kind of re- renowned nice. in Australia for comedy, and he's the villain. Oh, cool! And so, he, like, so for that alone, everyone should watch it. Like, I'm not going to go too much into spoiler details. I think if anyone who's interested in watching it should just watch it. I think everyone's really, really good in the performances. Like, and it's you can tell like his girlfriend or wife. What I can't remember. I think she might have been his girlfriend. Like, she's clearly like kind of has a bit of a battered spouse type situation. Like, not from him, mm. but just in, like, in her past. So that's what the kind of woman, that's why she supports him and is into this whole abduction thing. Um, but he's totally creepy and he's really, really good in it. Like, he's a solid performance. Cool. Um, but the film itself is probably like a six and a half out of ten. I'll give it mm. six and a half uh, glasses of wine out of ten. Cool. Uh, also, just to go back to the news, it was good to see Josh, uh, Australian Josh Lawson nominated. Yeah, he got nominated for a short, which was really cool. Um, big fan of Josh Lawson. I actually haven't watched any of the films he's been in since I kind of became, like, cause I, I became, I became aware of him because of Thank God You're Here. Yeah, same. Which is one of the few like really good like Australian like kind of variety shows and stuff. It was really, really good. Um, and I've seen him in a couple of things, but he's been doing a lot of independent film and stuff, so I do want to actually dive into his career at some point and watch what he's been doing. Um... But yeah, it was nice to see his name up there, and also like seeing Margot Robbie as well, because they were kind of like, it's funny, like she would have been on TV the same time he was on yeah. TV, mm. um, or maybe she was just after. They're both Channel 10. Yeah, if she, if she wasn't on TV, then she would have been watching him on TV, like, because yeah. yeah, I think Margot Robbie's actually younger than us, so, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she is. Um, which makes me feel... Which makes me feel terrible. <laughs> I'll say that as well, like, I, I feel all so successful now, I'll get yeah. there, just like Adam Goldberg. Um... But yeah, and then the last movie, I have to censor the title because it has a naughty word in it. Um, but I watched a horror movie called Don't F in the Woods. Ha. 
And the reason I watched it is because of the title. Yeah. I'd heard about it a little while ago, and I was like, I've got to check this out. Like, because it was maybe like a love letter to like the Freddy and Jason films and stuff like that. It is the most amateur movie I've ever seen. Like, it's more amateur than The Room. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like, it looks like a shot on Handycam. Like, the sound's pretty good. So, like, they use, like, good sound equipment, but the editing and stuff is, is kind of, it's not great. Um, and whatever budget they had, would I, I don't know, like, there's, it's shot really poorly, except for a couple of, like, overhead shots of the forest. So, I don't know whether they stole those scenes, or whether yeah, they... Yeah, you, st- you shot a stock. Yeah, or whether they used like um, like a drone or something. Either way, every part of the budget in this film went to those shots, those two overhead shots, and paying the girls to get naked. Yeah, almost every single girl gets naked, and mm-hmm. like it's nuts. Like you can t- like you can tell it's homemade because there's shots where like stuff probably shouldn't be in the scene, and it is. Like, if it's set in the kitchen. No, no, no. Like. Parts of the body you probably wouldn't include extreme close-ups on and stuff. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, it's nuts. It um, it was fine. Like I guess the first thing that worried me about this film was that it had I think six production logos at the start of the film. Oh, okay. And I hadn't yeah. heard of any of them. And then like the opening credits were like, it was just green. It was just like kind of night vision of a forest oh, okay, with like yeah. a with like a Microsoft Word font. <laughs> But like, but like a horror. Curls MT. Oh, chiller. Man, it was like kind yeah. of like a chiller, like blood splatter. Yeah. Um, and just like death metal playing, and you never hear that. Even in horror films, you don't hear that. And I was like, all right. Like, it was clearly made by horror fans, and you could see that they loved it. But then, like, the monster in it, like, they used, <coughs> like, the Godzilla suit from the 1940s or whatever. Like, uh-huh. I was reading a review, and people were like, I read a review, and I was like, <laughs> the suit's cheesy, but they don't hold on it too long. So you kind of get a really good idea of it. Like, they hold on too long. Like, it's got googly eyes and stuff. So. Oh, my God. Um, but it was fine. Like, it was still, like, pretty fun. And if you're a fan of horror, um, or if you're a fan of those kind of movies, like, it's got, like, a 2.9 on IMDb. Like, it's not a great film. But it was fun enough that I would recommend to people who are fans of horror or fan of, like, B-grade films or C or D-grade films. Either. If you're not, don't watch it. You'll hate it. Yeah. But uh, if you are... And you want to see every girl in the film get naked? This is your movie, I guess. Um, I'm not even going to rate it. Like I can't give it. A, I can't give it a score. Like it's uh, it, it's just it's just. If you like that stuff, give it a watch. I didn't hate it. I definitely wasn't bored. It's also only an hour long, and then there's 13 minutes of bloopers in the credits and stuff. So, um, what's that from? Apparently, it's from the movie. Um, I can't remember. Um, I guess I did forget some stuff. But I watched that a few weeks ago now. Um, anyway, that's my review. Shall we dive into some trailer trash? Yes. I'll say it again. Trailer trash. Man, this is that trash. Okay. You've watched a couple of trailers. I'll just kind of go through them very quickly. Yep. Um, the first one I watched, you didn't watch, was for a movie called Best Friends. Okay. Um, and the reason why I brought it up is because it stars Greg Sestero and Tommy Wiseau. Oh, okay. So Tommy, uh, Greg Sestero, the guy who plays Mark in yeah. The Room. He, Hi, Mark. He wrote a screenplay and he didn't direct it. He wrote a screenplay and he got someone, like he found a director to direct it. And, but he was like, you know, I want to make this movie and I want, you know, I want to be in it. I want Mark and Tommy to be in it. Trailer is legit good. Like, 
Greg Cicero clearly knows Tommy's mannerisms now and knows what kind of performance to get out of him and knows mm. what he can and can't do. So he wrote... I think it's... If I remember, it's about like a homeless man who like finds friendship and like, you know, a non-homeless... I can't remember exactly. It was a while so ago. But it looks legitimately like pretty good, like, like a pretty entertaining film. So okay. um, I think they're playing to their strengths. Like they know... You know, Tommy's going to always be Tommy. And they know that, you know, Greg, you know, is, is not a bad actor, but has that stigma of the room. Um, I definitely want to see it. So hopefully we'll get, you know, at least... Paul Schaefer's in it, yeah? Sorry? Paul Schaefer's in it as well. I don't know. Apparently. No, sorry, Paul, Paul Shear. Shear. Oh, I said Paul Schaefer. Uh, yeah, I don't know, maybe. He wasn't in the trailer, but that's good. Like, I'm glad. Um, the next trailer that I watched was for Ralph Breaks the Internet, Wreck-It Ralph 2. Did you watch that trailer? I did not. No. Okay. Um, I won't like dive into too much. Everyone should just go and watch it. But um, essentially, like it's set in that same arcade that the first one was, but now it's a few years later, and obviously the internet has um, has landed. Yeah. And when they set up the um, like the Wi-Fi or whatever, all the characters in the games get sucked into the mainframe of the internet, and oh, they have okay, to go around cool. and explore and stuff. Yeah. Um, it looks really fun, really cute. We're gonna see all sorts of stuff. I'm going to see Disney princesses in there and all sorts of other, other oh, things cool. as well. Oh, cool. Awesome. Um, like, when Ralph first, get, first gets into the internet, he's, like, bombarded with, like, spam. Yeah. <laughs> like, spam emails and stuff. It, yeah. it, it looks like a, a blast. So, I love that first movie. That first movie made me cry, like, three times. So, uh, I'm totally on board. Same cast, so... And that's out later this year as well, record of. I think it's... I think it's a Christmas release. Because Incredibles is before it. Yeah. Um... The next trailer I watched was another... Most of these are Disney ones now, actually. Uh, was for Mary Poppins 2. Or Mary oh, Poppins yeah, Returns. No, I haven't seen this. It's very, very quick. There's not a lot in it. It's a lot of shots of <laughs> dusty streets and leaves blowing. Yeah. See a few close-ups of Lin-Manuel Miranda. He's all over it. He's playing, I guess, the, the Dick Van Dyke role. Yeah. Like the, Chimney, Chimney, yeah, that Chimney, guy. Chimney, He's not rocking Chimney, that voice. Um, so he's in I it. like that voice. Um, I guess, but I think it's a little bit dated and stuff. And then we get um, a brief shot of, um, oh, I've forgotten her name, Emily Blunt as Mary Poppins oh, variant, yeah. and we hear a little bit of her voice. And she looks the part, man. Like, you mm. know, she's not Julie Andrews, but she's as close as you could get, pretty much. So, yeah. I'm in, man. I've got to go to, I've got to rewatch Mary Poppins. It's probably been about 20 years since I've seen it. We used to have it recorded on a VHS um, with, like, a clipping from the news articles, a picture for the cover and stuff, oh, like, yeah. uh, a homemade VHS bootleg, essentially. Um, but, yeah, I'm in. Then you and I watched a trailer together, Tina. Yes. That destroyed you. I know. Um, I was sad last night. No, no, okay? I'm, not making, I'm not making fun of you. Um, I knew before I showed you, I was like, we're still hot on the heels of Paddington 2. It might be too soon mm-hmm. to bring another animated bear into our lives. Mm-hmm. But um, they released a trailer for Christopher Robin, which is essentially the story of Christopher Robin all grown up. Oh my God, I'm starting to tear up already. Uh, and like he's an adult now, and obviously life hasn't... He hasn't worked out the way he wanted, but like he's life is tougher as an adult as a kid, and you don't get to kind of rely on the things or like the kind of innocence of childhood and stuff. You don't get that as an adult. Like things, you know, you have to work, you have to deal with problems and stuff. When you're a kid, like everything's kind of easy. Mm. Um, and obviously, at this point in his life, he's kind of come to a, a crisis point, and then at the end of the trailer, we see that his good old friend Winnie the Pooh comes back to kind of help him out with his life and stuff. Mm. Um, and if that isn't the cutest animated bear I've ever seen, I don't know what is. Like, it's so... No, I think... No, see, the thing is... The thing is, is that Paddington's a cuter animated bear. The problem 
with the what made me cry is just like he's just the way he says it. He's like, what does he say? He Christopher says, Robin. No, he says like, oh, it's a long time to be with friends. It sounds like Dobby, and you're just yeah. kind of like, oh, yeah. like it just breaks your heart because, it, like I said to you last night, it's that whole idea of that when you grow up, you would you betray your toys by growing up because you don't need them anymore. Mm. And so then your toys are lonely and they're all sad. Mm. And then like, cause that's literally like what happens in the other Winnie the Pooh movie when Christopher Robin has to go to school mm. or as they pronounce it, skull. Yeah. And then they're like, Christopher Robin doesn't love us anymore and he doesn't yeah. need us anymore. And it just like shreds your heart apart. It's good at doing that. I will say this huge props to Disney for going with the original <coughs> look of Winnie the Pooh. Like, they went with yeah. like that old, like, with the dot mm. for the eye and stuff. But still the red t-shirt as well, which I thought was yeah. nice. Yeah, um, solid. And Jim Cummings, voice of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, absolutely. Which he does gr- it beautifully. He, he's so perfect. Yeah, like, they nailed it. Like, this looks fantastic. Someone showed me the trailer work the day. I was like, I know I'm going to cry in this film. Like, yeah. just for, as soon as they put Pooh on the... As soon as I saw Pooh, I was like, I'm going to cry. Like, I know I'm going to cry in this movie. As soon as you saw some Pooh, yeah. you kind of like, cry. there he is. There's that little Pooh. Um, but uh, I'm on board. Disney at the moment are kicking go- kicking goals left and right. Like they can't do any wrong. Like they're mm. just making great movies, and these like sequels and like adaptations of stuff they've made hundreds of times before. But they're just so good. I don't care. Like I know that we're always like Hollywood should be more original, but this stuff is fantastic. And I guess it's made nostalgia as well at this point. Where I'm just like, I remember watching Winnie the Pooh. Like, I want to see this. Like it was that was the best show. Me and Elizabeth had um, Winnie the Pooh, the, the new adventures of Winnie the Pooh, and just that opening title sequence yeah, of yeah. Rumbly Tumbly Pooh Bear, Winnie the Pooh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bear. So good. It was just like, oh my god, now I want to watch it. Yeah. It's great. I think you go. Oh, would you take me please? So, Disney, I'm on board with everything you're doing at the moment. This is fantastic. Keep making Marvel, keep making Star Wars, keep ad- adapting stuff you've already made, because clearly you've got a great plan. And then the last trailer I watched dropped this morning, and I heard rumblings about this film for a while, and I was like, <laughs> I heard rumblings about this, and the reason why I piqued my interest was because um, I'd read that Scott Mosier, who is a, has, was Kevin Smith's longtime producer, he worked on all the films up until Zack and Mira make a porno, and after that one he kind of went off and wanted to make you know do his own career. Mm-hmm. He did Free Birds, that turkey movie with Woody Harrelson and Amy Bowler. We won't say he did it, like he was a producer on it. And I thought he was attached as a producer of this film. Uh, the film is a CG adaptation of The Grinch. Oh, okay. And I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. I- I'm kind of down with that. That could be like fun. Um, and then I ca- turned the computer on this morning and the trailer for The Grinch had dropped. And he's directed it. So this is Scott Ma- Mosher's directorial debut. It's the first movie he's ever directed. Like He's been wanting to be a director for 20 plus years. And he finally got to do it. It's with like a big property like The Grinch. I was like, that's really cool. Like I'm mm-hmm. into that. I want to watch this trailer. It looks really fun, man. I loved it. I really enjoyed this trailer. Benedict Cumberbatch is the voice of the Grinch. Um, and I'll show you the picture. The Grinch actually looks pretty cute. Like... Uh-huh, there he is. Yeah. His little dog. His little dog. Uh-huh. So I don't know whether it's going to be like... The, the traditional story of how the Grinch stole Christmas or whether it's kind of more like... The life of the Grinch. Or like his secret origins, but I'll, yeah. we'll put the trailer on after the show, because it's so funny. Like, he just gets off on being a jerk to everyone, like, yeah. 
you know, when like the Who's can't reach things that are higher above them, he just takes them for himself. <laughs> yeah. He's just messing with their day. And uh, it's done by the company, uh, Illumination Studios, the guys who did all the Despicable Me movies, Secret Life of Pets, um, I don't know, I'm forgetting, Sing, all sorts of stuff. So they're probably like the third best animation studio at the moment. Yeah. Like you got Disney Pixar, which I know are two separate, but they also do work together. Then you got DreamWorks, Dreamworks. and then these guys who I don't think are. Terrible. Like, they've been... Like, first Despicable Me, fantastic. Two and three, not so much. Like, for me, I didn't really like them. And Secret Life of Pets, I think I liked, like, maybe 80% of that film. Like, mm. I really liked lots of it, and then there were just little bits and pieces I didn't like of it. Um, but this trailer is really fun, and knowing who's involved, like, knowing that, like, it's Scott Mosier, who's like, a fantastic writer and stuff, I'm like, cool, I'm glad he's involved. He wouldn't produce a script that he wasn't interested in doing. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch, great. Like, this seems like a good recipe for, for a movie. So I'm on board. I know a lot of people revolted against it today. I was looking online. People were like hashtagging not my Grinch. Oh, come on. People were like saying like, Whatever. don't besmirch the name of Jim Carrey. Which I would say like, that Jim Carrey film is terrifying. I've actually seen it. Terrifying. Have you seen that makeup? Like it's, mm. it's, it's like, it's fine. Like it's a fine movie. And it was probably good for its time. But I don't know, man. Like if anything, like, re- you know, Talk about like the old animated movie, like the one from the sixties or whatever. Like that would be the one where I'd be like, okay, like I understand people want to defend that one, but Jim Carrey one. Like I'm sorry, like it's not that good. People like just clearly haven't remembered that film. I think it was the same people who were complaining about Lady Bird not winning. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, I'm down. This Grinch film looks fun, so I'm in. And that is all the trailers. So you only actually want to watch one of them in the yeah. end. The sad <laughs> exactly, one. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we are going to dive into our Road to Infinity War, but before we do that, we might quickly just go over the Academy Awards. We won't talk too much about them. Like, everyone, if anyone who's interested has already seen them or seen the, the results. But, it does bear mentioning, we are a movie podcast, probably good to talk about them. You watched, I would say, maybe like two-thirds of the, of the ceremony before yeah, you went to bed? Uh, yeah, yeah. You saw most of them except for the big ones. I think you saw Best Supporting Actor, which yeah. is how they opened it. Um, but I dug it. I actually thought it was one of the most entertaining ser- like award shows they've done in recent years. I thought Jimmy Kimmel was really good. Yeah, he was good, wasn't he? Like, he did it last year as well, and I thought he was good last year. But this mm. year, like, he really like, tried to help p- keep the pace moving. Um, his jokes were funny, like, but he didn't keep things like going too long. Uh, I thought his opening model... He won the Jessica at the end? Oh, some guy from cinematography or something, oh, okay. like all special effects. Um, but that was, I thought that was pretty funny. His open monologue was great. Like, he managed to highlight all the things wrong with the industry and all the issues we've had over the last 12 yeah. months, but still keep it entertaining and still, like, be inspiring, good about it. Like, the joke about how, you know, um, Black Panther is the best picture to not get nominated next year. Like, yeah. he goes, I know this because Wonder Woman, like, didn't get anything, even though. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was a big year for them. Like, obviously, a few years ago, we had the whole Oscars go, Oscar so white debacle and now yeah I like that joke that they were making I was like and now you're looking around the room and you're like are the Oscars too black? Maya Rudolph and Tiffany Haddish yeah was so funny like they did a really good job I really like Maya uh, Rudolph and I've never seen Tiffany Haddish in anything she was in that girls trip movie last year which I didn't watch simply because the poster had an image of Queen Latifah screaming and I was like that's not for me yeah like I saw the African American lady yelling movie it's called Ghostbusters and it was Leslie Jones and it's just just not my kind of humour. Like, just because you yell loudly to me doesn't make you funny. And, like, some people dig on that and that's fine. It's not my type of thing. But now having seen her at the Oscars, I might give that film another chance. I might... Because mm. I, I thought she was really funny. Like, especially since I didn't know anything about her. Um, 
So yeah, it's a solid ceremony. I think all the right people won. I think someone on Collider described it as the most predictable Oscars ever. Like you could just tell who was going to win. I was. Uh, I thought it was predictable with all the Dunkirk stuff. Yeah, there was a point where Dunkirk like was on like a roll, now winning everything, and I was just like, and I, I think Dunkirk's like a very like like technically brilliant. But it just wasn't my kind of movie. And I was like, if this movie wins Best Picture, I'm going to be so annoyed because that's just everyone in the industry. And like, look at everything you did with so the So what won Best Picture? Shape of Water, which was yeah, my pick. Shape right. of Water was my favourite movie out of everything listed. Um, the film that I think should have won Best Picture wasn't nominated, and that was Logan, uh, which is disappointing because there's ten slots and only nine films got nominated. And after seeing some of those films, I'd be like, eh, like you could have you could have cut the category down to five probably this year. But um, Shape of Water won... That's awesome because it's Guillermo del Toro's first win. Like he hasn't won ever before, and he's like in his sixties, I think now. He's mm. made great movies, like Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. Like Pan's Labyrinth is excellent. Um, those Hellboy movies are a lot of fun. I wouldn't expect them to get nominated for Academy Awards, but they're good fun. Mm. Um, Crimson Peak, I didn't like so much, but for the most part, like Guillermo del Toro is like always delivers the goods, and he's like a real auteur. Like he loves this craft and stuff. He was actually meant to direct The Hobbit at one point. Oh wow. Um, but uh, so I'm so glad you won, and I'm, three billboards picked up all the right awards: best actress, best supporting actor, um, Frances McDormand. If you haven't seen her speech, Google, uh, YouTube it. It's really, really good. Cause she, yeah, I still actually haven't seen her speech. She actually like at one point, like she get like she, you know, she's excited and she get kind of talks all about like she talks addresses the Coen brothers because they're there because they helped her win her first award with Fargo, mm. and um, she at one point she's like, but I need to get serious for a second. She puts the Oscar down. And she gets all the female nominees to stand up in the audience. She's like, you have to all stand up with me because this is, like, we can't stand in the shadows anymore. Like, how everything's happened, we have to, like, make our voices heard. Really inspiring. I almost cried. Like, it was Ooh. really beautiful. And then she finished it off by saying, um, whenever you, like, when you go for your, oh, she was like, you know. Yeah. She was about, like, you know, we, we all, like, kind of mingle at these parties afterwards and, like, talk about, like, getting together and making films. She's like, producers, directors, don't come to me tonight and do that come to us in three days' time and start talking about this project because we all have stories to tell. Like, all, all of us women have stories to tell. We want to yeah. tell these stories. And also, like, when you sign onto a film, guys, make sure yes, that in yes. your contract you mm. have to, like, make sure you can ask for an inclusion writer, which essentially means mm. that the cast and the crew of the film you work on has to be include, have diversity. diversity yeah. um, and apparently Michael B. Jordan, like, came out a couple of days later and was like, I'm in on this and I'm going to do it too. Like, so, mm. it's fantastic. Like, I know that... Did you hear how um, her Oscar got stolen I at did. the after party? Uh, yeah, and then someone uh, got arrested, though. Yeah. I was talking, someone told me that today. I was like, oh, did Sam Rockwell, like, scratch the guy's face? And then, like, he took the, uh, the yeah. skin <laughs> to the police station. He's like, look, I'm not sure if we got him, but yeah. I'm pretty sure we got him all stuff. Um, if you haven't seen three billboards, you won't get that joke, but that's a good joke. Um, yeah, so I know it's like, it's kind of a weird time in Hollywood right now in the movie business because these are meant to be fun things we talk about and we just love because, you know, we get to see fantasy and like cool stories and it sucks to kind of get political because it shouldn't be political. Like, this is like a job where like dream, like, it, like this is a dream where dreams, a job where dreams come true. Like it's mm. about making pretend... And everyone, like, just tells, like, fun stories. Or even not fun stories, but it's all about just, you know, getting out there and putting on a show. So it's disappointing that we have to get so political with it, but I think it's we're on the right track. Yes, like, with the absolutely. Me, with the Me Too movement and everything going on with that, um, I think, you know, uh, I think we're there. I think we're almost there. I think we're, like, you mm. know, we're going to... I think we're going to start... Gonna say, I think we're going to start seeing some change. Like, provide... 
you know, the people up top need to get on board and need to start doing it. But I think yeah, I have. I guess well, I, I read this statistic yesterday for International Women's Day. I read this statistic and it said that um, the gender pay the gender uh, pay gap won't close until the year if it keeps going the way that it's going with the trajectory because mm. it's on, obviously it's on its way up and up. Mm. Um, but it won't be fully closed until the year two thousand one hundred eighty-six. That's crazy. I think. I guess what I, I guess what I say is when I say we're almost there. I guess what I'm saying is like I have hope. Yes, absolutely. And, and there like, is hope. Like three or four months ago, when we did that wine scene episode, and mm. like I got super depressed about it, and we had to cut the show. I was like, we can't. I had to. I was like, that has to be its own show because it just like was bumming me out, and I didn't want to like kind of um, take away from the importance of that. Like, I was kind of, at that point, like, you just started hearing about all these stories about people. It was just, like, really, like, disappointing time. I was, like, because, like, the movie is, like, my, my favorite thing. And, like, yeah. we do this show because we like movies and we like seeing all this stuff. So I was just kind of like, this sucks that the industry that we're fans of has all these horrible secrets, I guess. But it's had horrible secrets for ages. I read about this, um, I read about, um, Judy Garland, yes, la- yes, last night. Mm. And I didn't know half the shit she went through. Yeah. My God! Yeah, I guess. Like, I mean, look, we all knew the secrets from the nineteen twenties. Yeah, I mean, we, I guess, I guess we all knew about the secrets, and we do know about like, like you know, Hail Caesar is kind of talks about yeah, that in a way. That's like, right. so you do know about that stuff, but I guess in this day and age, I just didn't expect that stuff. To I, I, still be running around. Yeah, I was ignorant. Like, I think, because for the long, because it's gone unchecked for so long. And I think like a lot of us probably like kind of in that same space of ignorance. We just like it's yeah, like you get these things, you know, uh, yeah, they're monopolies. Like, they don't happen very often. Like it's or minority, sorry. They're just like one offs. Like we don't hear it, and then like everything started happening. I was just like, holy Christ! Like this is an issue that I want to work in. Like yeah. this is horrible. And I think now, like after the last few months, we've seen a lot of you know rallying from you know everyone in the, in the industry not just women but everyone in the industry and then like with the Oscars like everyone's been so pro mm. helping the people who are being victimised I have hope again I'm like okay yeah. like we're on we're on the right track like you know not everyone's evil not everyone's jerks like and they used you know it was the perfect platform to you know to use to start to get that message going like mm. everyone's watching the Oscars everyone who cares about this stuff is watching the Oscars and anyone in the industry is watching it like you know and they opened the show with by, by saying like Weinstein got kicked out of this academy, like yeah. and it was the right decision. So, um, I I have my friend today at work. She was saying, um, she was looking through her Facebook feed, and she goes, oh, "I hate it when people do this." And um, I was like, "What is it?" She goes, "There's an article here, and it's um like the top ten things that Emma Watson wastes her money on." Yeah. And one of the things was, you know how she buys books and she leaves them around the city for people yeah. as part of the secret book club. Yeah. It was like, oh, that's a waste of money. I'm like, oh, and using it on cocaine isn't a waste of money. Yeah. You know, she could be doing, like what she's doing is she's educating, she's spreading joy by giving books yeah. whilst educating at the same time. Yeah. And so, like, there's, there's always going to be people who are like... It's like, like I understand that that's probably mentality. like maybe you're like that's maybe you feel that's obnoxious <laughs> or something, but do you know what's more obnoxious? Not arresting these sex criminals. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, like that's so low on my radar. I'm like, oh, if you have money to buy me books, I'd love it. Like my comic book budget could go up if you had the money, but um, I would never complain about Emma Watson buying books. Um, but yeah, so despite all the politics, and I think the politics of this was very successful, and I was a big fan of what they did show itself was really enjoyable. I think all the right people won. I wish Big Sick had got its 
screenplay win, but I'm so glad that Jordan Peele got it for Get Out. Like that. Yes. So, oh, that was awesome. So did you see the Because fo- that was my number one movie last yeah, year. Yeah. Did you see the photos of Keegan-Michael Key reacting? No. So someone put up all these photos. So I guess he was at, like, maybe he was at a watching party or something, or maybe it was like another, in a hotel something, and they're watching, and like, you, they did like a frame by frame of him reacting. And he just starts crying and stuff, and there's like, oh. and there's like photos of them hugging or whatever. And then like this meme started where it's like, get someone who looks you the way that Keegan Michael Key looks at you. Oh, your, that's really nice. It's really lovely, yeah. Like, um, so I'm really glad that. And also like, genre one this year. Like normally it's like snooty, you know, biographies or war films or something like that. win, but like our win, like our winners were like in horror, like yeah. in Shape of Water, which isn't a scary movie, but it's a romantic horror film. Like it's literally about a monster. So, mm. it's really cool that, like, the Academy is starting to recognise films that aren't just about World War Two, Because um, that's where most of the awards go. Um, except for, like, uh, Nazi zombies. Like, that stuff doesn't get recognised so much. Yeah. Um, but really happy for all that. And so, hopefully... Actually, it was really nice that also the Jimmy Kimmel did bring up the Black Panther thing. Because, like, three years ago, Neil Patrick Harris hosted the awards. And I like Neil Patrick Harris enough. But he was just like, you know, he was just making fun of superhero films, being like, you know, why are there so many superhero films? Like, who cares? I was like, clearly, it, like, Black Panther just is already, like, in February, almost made a billion dollars. Yeah. Like, one of the worst times to release a film, because they weren't sure how to perform. So, don't, just shut up, Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. As much as I like your, your work, like, shut up. Um, anyway, that's our Oscar stuff. We won't go anywhere. Unless anything you want to talk about with the Oscars, anything you liked? Um, just that I always love the costume and the makeup, um, oh. awards. And I thought they, um, Who I mean, them? I haven't seen, it was, Phantom, um, Thread. Phantom Threads one costume. Mm. And you said, I haven't seen Phantom Threads, but you were like, well, that's appropriate because the movie's literally about... It's making about like, clothes. It's about like a fashion designer, yeah. I haven't yeah. seen it either. And, uh, I think, was it... The Winston Churchill movie one? Uh, um, Darkest Tale. Was it? I think it was actually, yeah. Um, people are actually saying that they think Black Panther might get the costume nomination next year. Oh, uh, yeah. Which I think is appropriate. Like, the costumes that film are fantastic. So, hopefully they do. Um, we have been going for over an hour, so we might <laughs> start to wrap this up because it's only going to be a short show. Um, let's dive into the Road to Infinity War very quickly. We're going to talk about the movie we watched... We're way behind as well. Like, I think next week, if you're following the trajectory, is Avengers 2. We just watched The Avengers. Yeah. Um, I'll let you go first. How do you feel about The Avengers? Um, six years on. Six years on. It doesn't um, feel like it's six years old. No. It like, feels like it's it, it still feels new and relevant. You can see really the money in it. Like, compared to the first mm. five... Like, even though this was a gamble for them, you can see, like, there are a couple of CGI moments with, like, um, Hawkeye and, like, when um, Black Widow's on the chariot in the sky. There are a couple, like, green screen moments. Yeah. But for the most part, like, the CGI is solid. Yeah, no, for the most part, it's really so cool. entertaining. Um, I love Loki in this movie. Mm. Oh, I just love him in this yeah, movie. Yeah, it's definitely... He's really good. It's, I mean, and Tom Hiddleston, I think, just gets better. Like, because mm. he gets more to do in this one, but I love him in The Dark World. And I really liked him in Ragnarok as well. I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. what he does in Infinity War. Um, I... I, um... In light of the, um... What were the bugs oh, in, um, Justice... 
Oh, parademons? Yeah. So I remember what you said about how the parademons are better than the Chitari. Yeah, I still agree. I agree that the parademons are better than the Chitari. Um, looking back now, having seen the parademons mm. in, in DC... Um, well, I think I think what I said was they're scarier. Like I like, like they yeah. like, they feel like more of a threat. But I do like the design of the Chitara. How they, they always look Egyptian, like the way yeah, their necks do. and helms are built, and like how they're mm. kind of synthetic, like their technology and flesh as well. Like I do yeah. like all that sort of stuff. Again, it's just that massive destruction mm. that, like, millions of people will have died yeah. just from crashing in a, into all the buildings and shit. Like, I mean, Hulk himself it destroys, so, destroys much. so much. He should be held accountable. Like, people will have died, not because of the Chitari, but because of Hulk. Well, that's, um... That's what Civil War is all yeah, about. Yeah, I know. Like, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, in I just read, um, the... The book Planet Hulk, which is where the Avengers trick Hulk, like they send him out to space to like go fight a mission, but they change the codes on his ship so he gets like exiled on a planet. Yeah, which is kind of what Thor Ragnarok was. Yeah, like, they took that storyline a little bit because uh, they were like he's just too dangerous to keep on the Earth, or whatever. So, yeah. Um, and apparently, Kevin Feige, the guy who runs Marvel, has said that Ragnarok and the two Avengers films are going to be, like, one long story for the Hulk. So, like, we're going to get, like, Uh, a nice three-movie arc for him. So I don't know what's going to be the end of his story, Mm. but we are going to get, like, a cool storyline for him. So hopefully, like, it will be about, you know, maybe getting rid of Hulk or separating Banner from Hulk, because that happened in the comics at one point where they existed separately from each other. Oh, okay, yeah. So all sorts of different ideas. But, um, I... This film... I haven't finished yet. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Let's go to that. I'm gonna... You just got so excited. I'm just going to... Um, yeah, no, I, I really... I still really like it. Um, I really like the getting together, them all getting together at the beginning. Um, and I kind of feel like, um, in hindsight, having rewatched it again now, I feel like it takes them a little bit too long to sort of form a team. I would have liked to have them to have formed a team maybe a little bit quicker. Because if you think about it, the first half of the movie is just them, like, just trying to stay on the ship. And then the second half of the movie is all the Chitari stuff. I mean, I guess maybe six years on, it feels a bit slow for you. But if you, have, if you remember, like, this is the first film that ever did this. Yeah, that's Like, true. we've never seen a team film before, and I think they wanted to earn it. Like, you couldn't just have them... Like, people complained about... Yeah. Like, in Age of Ultron, people complained that they were together from the start of the movie. Like, no, they were oh, yeah. to get them together. It's like, that's what the first movie yeah. was about. Like, and also you... It's not a complaint. I was just kind of no, like... No, no, no. Yeah. Like... Um, but, um... Yeah, no, I thought it was great. I love all... I still love all the banter. Like, the, yeah, come on, put, get your suit on. The, yeah. the thing explains it, like, get your suit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, all the, the um, Shakespearean... Doth mother know yes. he weareth her drapes? Yeah. Um... But yeah, no, I um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I mean, we had to watch it in two sittings because I was getting tired. And I was worried about that. I was like, oh, maybe like... Because we did it with a few of the movies and I found like... I think it was with Cap and maybe... Actually, maybe it was only with Cap we did it with. But I, I found like it, when we stopped, I was like, oh, this is like... It may be kind of tough to get like the momentum up again. It took a little bit to get in when we rewatched Cap. But Avengers super put it back on. I was in. Yeah, like, that's right. Mm. Um... I still don't understand why Coulson has to die. Um, well, I think it's like... like I don't think that's fair. 
Well, he's not dead because he's in the TV show, and there's a lot of theories like maybe he'll come back in his new Avengers film. Um, look, that might be like a surprise reveal. I don't really care either way. Like, I I like Coulson in in the first phase, but honestly, like these the films like from Avengers forward, for the most part, are so strong. Like, yeah. I, I don't need Coulson. Like, Coulson's kind of. I mean, well, Coulson is the catalyst for them getting together. Like, they realise yeah. that, like... Because they all were connect- they had a connection to him in different ways. Like, they all met him before Avengers. So they all yeah. kind of had this connection, except for Cap. But then, like, he obviously had his moments with Coulson in this movie. Um, and, yeah, you need to have a sacrifice. Like, they need to realise that the problems are bigger than themselves and their egos and whatnot. Um, I love this movie. Like, it's my favourite out of the six we've watched so far. Like, mm. like easily. Like, I've always talked about how much I love Iron Man. And that first movie is really good, but this movie just takes the cake. And a lot of people kind of diminish it. They're like, oh, I really liked it the first time I saw it, but you have to remember, like, it was an event, and, like, you've never seen anything like it before. It doesn't hold up. It totally holds it up. It totally holds up. Like, it's big and theatrical, and, like, it is Shakespearean because you're dealing with gods. Like, Loki yeah. is a god, um, and stuff like that. Um... Mark Ruffalo is perfectly cast. Like, yeah, he is. Because you didn't watch the Incredible Hulk film. No. Like, you and Nick didn't watch it, but I did. And I mentioned, you know, my disappointment with that film. You know, a few years on, but he's so good and he plays it so well. Like when he gets angry at um, Black Widow the first time she meets him, yeah, and he's tricking her. Like, that's really fun. Like all of their introductions are great. Like when she's in the warehouse, and the guy's like, "I'd not give the doll away." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's um, <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's this, really this good. This moron's giving me everything. Mm. Um, and again, like we talked about, I think last time I talked about how the seeds of Civil War have started in Iron Man 1 and Captain America 1. Still planning them in this. Like, as much as Captain and Iron Man, like, get together, they have very different points of view, like, constantly. Like, they're or, like they're bickering half of this movie. You can tell, like, there's going to be problems between them this early on. Mm. Um, but it's interesting, like, watching them the first time, I would never pick that. But now with hindsight, I'm like, oh... It's all here. Like, the pieces are there, you just have to look for them. Um, yeah, it's it's so strong. Like, there's... I mean, what do you say? Like, it's to me, it's almost perfect. Like, there's so much going on in it. Um, like, Joss Whedon brings everyone together. Probably he uses them all. Probably. Like, that's the problem with Age of Ultron, at least the way I remember it. Like, maybe when we rewatch it, I'll feel differently. But, like, I think Thor is really poorly used in Age of Ultron. Like, doesn't have much to do. Yeah. Um, and plus, you're introducing new characters. But this one... Solid, like that. We took you made fun of me when it happened, but like that shot where they pan around, they're all assembled for the first time in New York, and like Hulk roars so good. Like, it's just so like you can't see that image and not smile. It's just like, can you believe this? Can you believe they put all these heroes together and it works? And they're in New York, and Iron Man's shooting his pulsar rays off Cap's shield. Yeah, that's an awesome scene. That's so awesome. And it's like two seconds, yeah. And it's just like, like, yes, that's what they would do. Like, uh. And then we get something similar in Age of Ultron, if you remember this. But in Age of Ultron, Thor and Cap get together and Thor hits Cap's yeah, shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a sound. <laughs> yeah, like so. Um, it's a masterpiece. It's just, it is one of the best superhero films of all time, I would say. Like, hands down. Um, I feel like we haven't really talked about anything, but what else can you say? Like, if you haven't seen Avengers by now, like, why are you listening to this? Yeah. Like, um, go and see it. Like, it's, it's, Spot on. It's so good. Um, what do you want to rate it out of? Oh, uh, what about... 
baseball cards. And Bloodstained limited baseball edition cards. Captain America baseball cards. Bloodstained they, ones. They're though. vintage. Yes, but they have to be bloodstained. They are bloodstained. I'm going to let you go first. Um, I'm going to give it a very solid 8 out of 10. An 8? I've got to keep this. <laughs> I've got to keep score because when Nick gets back, we're going to go through his scores. We're going to aggregate all these. So aggregating. Like get the totals. Oh. Oh. She just said get the totals. Aggregate. Sounds like you're going to do some planting of trees. My pet. So you actually wrote this lower than Iron Man. Yeah, no, I really like Iron Man. And you rank it the same as Captain America. Uh, oh, really? Mm. Do I? And lower than Black Panther. Alright, well then I'm going to rate it 8.5 because I think it's better than Captain America. Yeah, cool. But I don't think it's as good as Iron Man. That's why I'm keeping these scores as well, like to kind of get an idea. Like, by the time we get to the end of this, we're going to have a pretty solid list of how we feel about all these things. Mm. Um, I'm going to rank it higher. Like I said, I've always loved Iron Man, but I think I like this more than I am. I had more fun with it. Um, and, like, with Iron Man, I think my only problem was with it was... And maybe because I've seen it so many times, I felt like it just dragged a little bit. In certain, it's like, not a lot, just like a little bit. Like, it cut me, like, five minutes out of it. This didn't, man. I'm giving this a 9.5 out of 10. Ooh. I, um... That is... Many baseball cards. 9.5 Bloodstained Vintage Captain America Baseball Cards out of 10. Limited Edition Vintage Bloodstained Baseball Cards. Yeah, how many uh, times are you, more times are you going to say Limited Edition Vintage Bloodstained Baseball Cards? Um, I think I'm going to say Limited Edition Captain America Bloodstained. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Can you guys believe I'm married to this? Married we're married to this? To this? Um, and I've kept the little descriptions as well so that when Nick comes in, he can write another same thing. Oh, nice. Good. So before we go, um, I guess we should, and we'll talk about this more with Nick next week, um, if he joins us. Um, I sounded very bitter, if he joins us. He hasn't recorded an episode in a month, so I'm just... Yeah, he's busy. He is busy. Um... Does it make you feel bad about your own social life? You're like, man, he's busy. Um, do you have any idea? Do you know how busy we are? Yeah, it's true. We are busy. Um, looking back on phase one, what are your thoughts? Um, really solid. A really solid base. You know, yeah. there's a couple of, not weak links, but like... Weaker links. I'll say this: the like lowest that. score. But generally speaking, it's a really pretty solid base. The lowest score out of the, the three of us awarded. We still haven't got Nick scores and all, but the lowest score combined um, that everyone watched was Iron Man two with seven point three three, which is not a bad score. Yeah. But out of ten, seven point three three is really good. Yeah. Incredible Hulk got six out of ten, which only I watched, mm. and I think we probably would have been on par. I don't think you or Nick would have rated. I mean, maybe you would have rated hard. I don't know, but you didn't watch it. It's so too bad. Um, what is it, knowing what you know about the future of the movies, like phase two, obviously we have all the sequels, plus we get a few, one, we also, we get a few sequels, we get Iron Man 3, which is pretty fun, yep. Thor 2, Cap 2, and uh, Guardians, that's our yep. first new character, Avengers 2, and then we get Ant-Man as well, so we have two new characters and a bunch of sequels. What I guess, like knowing what you know about that, like how do you feel about this in comparison? Like, do you think like this is, uh, like, is this the weakest set compared to Phase Two or even Phase Three? I think it's just, I think it's exactly the same because to me, the weakest links are Cap. 
Or the cat movies. It's interesting you say that because I, a lot of people argue... For like, me. I liked that first one. Mm. But I cannot stand Winter Soldier. Well, you've only watched it once in the movie's defence. Yeah. Um, and you did say you were going to give it another shot. So it'd be interesting to see how mm. you feel. Uh, but that's okay. Like, there are films... Like, Ant- like I think the one I'm least excited about the most is Ant-Man. Like, we saw in the cinemas and I... Didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I just had a bad cinema experience. I'd like to see it again. Yeah. I'd like, I'd prefer to see that again rather than Winter Soldier again. Mm. I really do consider watching Winter Soldier again a waste of my time. <laughs> but um, I'll do it anyway. Um, whereas Iron Man Three, I'm really looking forward to. Iron Man Three is so underrated. Like even movie. even me, like yeah. came, came out of the film and I was like, Ugh. like I had issues with it the first time. But going back, it's so much fun. Like, mm. it's it's the exact film it needed to be. Like, it would have been nice if they had done other things with the villains. But you have to also remember, and I didn't know at the time, like, the Mandarin is a really outdated character. Like, he's pretty racist yeah. like, and stuff like that. So, um, And I'm looking forward to um, Dark World as well. Yeah, me too, Dark World. And uh, re-watching Guardians this will be really good too. Mm. And we rewatched it actually just last year as well in anticipation for the second mm. one. So, like, if I... Like, for me... At this point in time, if I was to rate the phases, phase phase one as opposed to phase two, to me they'd be exactly they'd be exactly on par. Pretty on par. Like I see no real difference. Difference, yeah. Well, I guess like even though the stories are different, like in terms of what happens and plots, the I, the idea is kind of the same. Like it's good versus evil. Good's always going to win. Like. Uh, except for maybe Infinity War, we don't know. Well, I just mean in terms of strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. They both have strengths in the same parts. They both have weaknesses yeah. in the same parts. It's not like one phase is weaker than the other, mm. one phase is stronger than the other. I feel like they're both pretty much on par mm. with each other. But we do which lo- is what I like in terms of consistency. Yeah. We do lose Hulk. We drop Hulk for Guardians. And instead of getting another like two sequels in one phase, like we did with Iron Man... We get Ant-Man. So we get a few yeah. new characters. Um, and Guardians are solid. And even Age of Ultron, like, I think we watched it a few years ago. I was like, this is way better than I remember. Like, Age of Ultron, like, has a lot going on. It has a few weak issues. And it's not quite as good as the first one. But it's still, like, a totally good film. Uh, and then Phase 3 I really like as well. I know it's uh, it's very different. Like, is Phase 3 the one we're currently in? Yeah, so Phase 3 starts with Civil War. Um, and then you have Doctor Strange. Yep. Which I really liked. Then you get Guardians 2, which is a little bit weaker. Then you get Spider-Man, mm. which is killer. Which is one of your, you, the only yeah. 10 you gave last year. Um, and you get Ragnarok, which I really liked. See, I think Phase 3 out of all of the three phases is the weakest one. Really? Because, I, because for me, Spider-Man is really the only one that does it for me. Mm. I didn't really like Civil War. Mm. Um, I didn't really care for Doctor Strange. Like, it's okay. I could take it or leave it. It's got no, it's got no effect on me. Mm. Spider-Man is amazing. Mm. Um, what were the other ones? Guardians 2, which... Guardians I... 2, yeah, that was okay, but it's nowhere near as good as Guardians 1. Yeah, well, that being said, like, we're now entering a, a period... Like, this, that phase is also the one we've rewatched the least. Like, I've... Yeah, there's a reason why, because it's not as good as the other two phases. I don't think so, because I really like Doctor Strange, and maybe like going back to it, maybe I won't like it as much, maybe I'll like it more, I don't know. Spider-Man, I'm sure I'll enjoy again. Guardians, oh, it's amazing. I think Guardians I'll find more in the second time around, because like, I only watched it the one time, because I was, re- well, I was watching so many films last year, I didn't want to do rewatches. but mm. I think I'll find more... Oh, pardon me. 
And Ragnarok, I wonder whether... We all know what I think about that. We do, but I also wonder whether you'll have the Iron Man 3 thing, where the first time I watched Iron Man 3, I was like, what's going on? Like, too many jokes. Like, why can't they just make it serious? And I wonder whether going into Thor, like, now you know what it is, and you know what to expect from it. Like, that's the thing with these films sometimes, that you have a very preconceived notion of what you're going to go and see going in. That's true. And so maybe now knowing what it is, like, you might still be like, we saw less jokes, but maybe you'll be able to find more in it. We don't know. And then Black Panther, which I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um... So, so far, yeah, you, you are right, they are actually uh, pretty even, but I think three is the most inventive, like, this, this is the one where they're taking the most risks, they're like, we just going to do stuff, and like, hopefully people will like it, and if they don't, like, we're Marvel, we're just going to try and do different things, so, yeah. so you got to credit them for that at least, where it's like, they're just doing weird, yeah, that's yeah. true, like, they are trying to make different films, because they're always accused of making the same old movies, which I, I never really saw, but that's neither here nor there, we would, we would stand up the show about five minutes ago, so uh-huh. we'll wrap it up right now. Um, before we go, jump on our website, pastoremotepod.wordpress.com. I haven't really updated it lately. Things have been kind of hectic around here. Um, I think my Captain America review is up for Road to Infinity War. My Avengers one definitely isn't. I haven't written that yet. Um, you can find me all over social media at jameschalmers7. I finally learned how to do a story. So I did a little boomerang nice. the other night. Yep. Um, Tina is all over social media at... Tina's Hair and Beauty. And you did a video recently as well, didn't you? Like in the last month? I've filmed it. I have not edited it and put it up yet. Stay tuned for that one. Um, next week we sh- we'll be back. We'll have Nick. It'll be our last show before Tina and I go on our honeymoon. I don't know if Tina will have her laptop on our honeymoon. If she does, we might record some... It might not be movie-centric, but we might record like a little audio diary or something. We'll see how we go if we have the computer. Um, otherwise, we'll probably record stuff and then bring it back and screen it for Nick so he can comment on it with us. Um, and yeah, we have to try and watch a Marvel film or two before we go away. Otherwise, I know what my plane flights are going to be. It's going to be catching up all those Marvel movies. So when we get back, we'll only have a week to go before Infinity War, so we want to try and catch up. Um, that's going to do it for this week's show. That was meant to be short, but it ended up being long. Ha! Um, Tina, do you have anything to say before you go? Um. I hope Bucky. I was, I was going to say, stay gold, pony boy. <laughs> Stay golden or something like that. Something like that. Stay pony, gold boy. Yeah. Stay boy, gold pony. Yep. Um, That's going to do it for Pass the Remote. I'm James Chalmers, and we will catch you... On the flippity flip. Next week. See you later.